0: You're listening to the After the Show movie podcast brought to you by AScully.com. And here are your hosts, A. scully and Sid Talk. It's Oscar weekend, it's movie weekend, it's the Oscars. Remember, what, that time when we watched the Oscars and there was a weird song, somebody singing a song before it started? Uh,
1: Billy Crystal.
0: No, 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 no. Oh, maybe? Yeah. It was on the red carpet and it was yeah. like somebody, oh, it was awful.
1: I think it was Billy Crystal.
0: I think. No, I think it, I actually don't think it was. I think it was just some shitty little song that they'd made up for the. Oh,
1: we said it was like a game show host singing yeah. like, here comes Miss America. Just to, to do you think anyone's noticed yet that I have a cold.
0: Yeah, probably you sound weird.
1: <laughs> I sound weird. So if you're one of those people who if someone has a nasally <clears throat> sound to their voice in your headphones and that makes you want to kill them, you might wanna I don't know, either change your mind or turn it off. But because... anybody
0: who hates coughing, there won't be any coughing because <laughs> no. I, I will cut it out because You'll cut it out. All might anyway. hear
1: a sniffle or two because it's completely uncontrollable at this point. Anyway, but... this weekend's not
0: about you. It's about it's movies. About- I beg your, films. your pardon
1: everything's i was just talking about my <laughs> ego if you want to know the before they have to show discussion it was about my arrogance so yeah it is all i have a shirt in there that says uh, scientific research proves i am the center of the universe just to correct you on that one
0: it's a celebration of movies <laughs> and all things all things movies this weekend It'll be and,
1: and nothing to do with your wife being ill for the last well, six days. Nothing So ill that she couldn't get off the couch for two days, three days.
0: Nah. So what are you looking forward to for the Oscars?
1: Pity. <laughs> no, I don't know. I have an evolving relationship with the Oscars, I'll be honest. It's
0: my favorite show of the year. I know. Uh, in terms of uh, movie things.
1: Well, let's see. I don't watch the Favorite? Shows. I don't.
0: Well, I could watch the Golden Globes, and I could watch the Independent Spirit
1: Awards. Yeah, you don't watch those though at all.
0: No, I don't. That's why this one's my favorite because it's like what right. did some, what did my friend say the other day? Hey, it's your Super Bowl this weekend.
1: Correct. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. So you know, and I used to feel that way. It's just that it's it's changing, and I don't know why. Um, I don't know why. I, I always like it once we've watched it.
0: Oh yeah, it was really good last year. Apart from the mishap, the mishap was that last wasn't year. last year, the year before. Yeah, La La Land mishap.
1: Yeah, but that's funny. That makes it more interesting, at least. Yeah. Anyhow, it'll be on tomorrow night. There won't be a host. Well, it would have been on last night. Yes. The people listening right now, it's not. Gonna, this isn't going to come out before it. So everything we say or predict, you're going to know. Somebody
0: will have won. Somebody will have <laughs> lost. There will have been tears. Do you there have, will have been
1: predictions? Laughter. I didn't make any predictions.
0: Um, no, I don't have any prediction uh, for the best picture. I think what might win is *A Star Is Born*. Mm. Out of the ones that are in. That That's there. a coincidence. I don't think *Black Panther* has a chance, even though it is nominated. But they might surprise me because I don't. I, in my opinion, I love Black Panther and I love Marvel movies you but, do. It, but it's not the best picture
1: what do you what do you, why is that like because because Black a- Panther has it looks great it's got emotion it's got big drama it's got some like gut-wrenching you know like somebody's gonna die spoiler I mean it's a big it's a big action movie um it's about the fate of an entire people's or country and it's big it's I mean I know it's fictional but I'm just saying emotional wise. You connect to it in a different way, but on the similar level that you do with the Star is Born. So what is it that you think makes it not up there? I know what makes me think it's not.
0: What makes me think it is. There were two Marvel movies. No, there were three Marvel movies that year. One of them was Avengers Infinity War. I think that is a better movie than Black Panther, yet that didn't get nominated.
1: Okay. You see? But why was it better?
0: It just—I thought the story was better. I thought technically it was better. I just enjoyed it overall more, and it's a lot going on in Infinity War. It's very—it's—it's it's the to me. It's like the best version of a Marvel movie. It's like everything I always wanted, all in a Marvel movie. Okay. And it had a really good story, and it was very emotional, and I liked it better than Black
1: Panther. Did you like it better than A Star Is Born?
0: a uh, um, different movie. I know, what I'm saying. Of movie.
1: If you're picking, if you had to pick one or the other, as far as you connecting to it and like, would which one would you, well, I know which one you'd watch again. Probably 50 times will be Infinity Wars, but, and probably not, you might watch A Star is Born Again just because it's really good quality, but it's not going to have the same thing for you. So one's like a novelty, and it kind of fills you up with this, explosion of entertainment along with all of that emotion. A yeah, star true. is born is more like you are entertained not only by the music and the people and the performances, but that's almost like you don't even think about being entertained. You're just like in it. I am anyway. Like, you know, the people and the so it doesn't have that element going for it.
0: No. And there is a lot of political things around around the Oscars.
1: Yeah. That's why my my relationship with it is changing over the years because I do understand reality of things, you know.
0: Yeah, but um, I'm looking forward to it. And this we haven't even started the show yet, have we? Anyway, it is Saturday, <laughs> February the twenty third.
1: That's fair. That was before the after the show discussion.
0: This is after the show number five hundred and seventy one. We're looking at the movie, a movie this week, as we did last week, and as we did all. 571 times. Uh, This one is A Star Is Born. It's up for Best Picture. It's actually up for eight Oscars tomorrow night. It's released 2018. You can actually get it on Blu-ray, 4K now from Warner Brothers. It's rated R. They sent us a 4K copy for review. And Sid Talk, give us a synopsis of
1: A Star Is Born. I don't know if I need to. I mean, it's Boy Meets Girl. Girl's a good singer. And the name of it is The Star Is Born.
0: A Star Is Born.
1: It's a love story and love it's love and tragedy and fame and fortune and the failures of man to cope with their own problems. Did Mankind, you... not men specifically. It's man versus
0: himself versus
1: That is correct. It is man versus himself. Yes. This is that movie. If you don't know out there, there are Story, only a handful of stories that humans have ever told each other. One of them is man versus man. The other one, another one is man versus himself. Man versus nature.
0: This one's the inner struggle of a man, I think. I agree. Anyway, have you seen the previous three installments of A Star is Born?
1: I believe I've seen the Barbra Streisand one long
0: time ago. Yeah, I've seen that one also. I really liked it. Um, it was back in the VHS days, so it was a long time ago. I have not seen the Judy Garland one. Mm-mm. And nor have I seen the one that was before that in the 30s. So, listeners, there are four versions of this movie. If you love it, you can go and watch three new versions that you've mm-hmm. probably never seen. <laughs> if you love this one.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean you love those. No. Not no. at all. I that's mean, like, they're,
0: they're of the time. Like, that's like so. saying
1: if you like the original King Kong you'll like Peter Jackson's King Kong.
0: Yes, That true. is
1: not correct. So um, this one
0: is a modern-day telling of it, focused around um, Bradley Cooper's character, Jack, and Lady Gaga's cal- character, Ali. And it's around modern-day music, not, you know. She's a... Well, they're both similar type of singers at the beginning. They sing the... But it goes into like the pop world a little bit, doesn't it? And it mm-hmm. also, whatever he is, like rock and country and, yeah, you know, a mixture. And um, it, yeah, I think it has all, now I really liked it, let me say, really liked it. Um, like last week, Bohemian Rhapsody, it made me want to cry. This did the same thing. What is that? <laughs> I mean, these are two um, that films.
1: That would be human emotions.
0: These are two films that are loaded with, um, like, sappy. yeah, very emotional.
1: Like they're a little sappy
0: and sad. Also, though, this actually felt sad from the beginning. I thought, even when he first meets her. I mean, he meets her at the beginning, and he—he's a, you know, a rock star, famous, but he's also a drunk, and he's also kind of pathetic. I think. And he still, you know, stumbles into this bar and, you know, meets her. And they fall in love slowly. But I was sad Oh, I don't think he
1: fell in love slowly.
0: No, he didn't, no. <laughs> she kind of had to get, get used to him a bit. She was like, oh, this is a bit much at first. But I just felt sad from the beginning because I, I think I'm preloaded to know what happens in these films, obviously, from seeing the other ones. And I could never feel happy, really. <laughs> Aside from... The part where I felt really happy was when he asked her to go on stage with him and she get, got to sing her song. Mm-hmm. That was like the height of happiness. And then it, I, I even said to you, I think it's all downhill from here. And it, <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? It slowly goes downhill.
1: I mean, that's the story, isn't it? It's the same story over and over. We just keep telling it. And they even address that in the movie. There's a, lot, there's a thing that What's his Face says, that Sam guy. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I'm not a big fan of Sam Elliott. Sorry to all the ladies who, for some reason, for some weird reason, find his voice and everything. I know I'm throwing stones today about bad voices, but I don't get it. I don't get it. I find
0: him to be a very cool motherfucker.
1: I don't find him to be (laughs) cool or interesting or anything. I mean, I think he's sincere, but it's the type of guy, type of man I have never, ever, ever appreciate it
0: here we go uh sid talk um she's never met the man she's (laughs) given him a full
1: no it's the okay i say the persona then not him as a person but the voice and the like hard and rustic you know kind of guy because i've never encountered many of those men who were not a lot of hard work
0: so. Like a cattle rancher he reminds me of. Every time I look <laughs> at him, he should have a cowboy hat and he'd be on a horse. He's probably
1: been in that movie. I'm sure
0: he's been in many movies <laughs> where he does.
1: Um, but he says in there that Jack has said that we all just keep singing this, telling the same story over and over. And that's true. It's just that in this one you get, I think it's all about his entire, um, like making something worthy of his entire life. And this, he's found it, and that's. then you feel like, oh, this is not going to go well. Are we doing spoilers?
0: Well, yeah, we'll have some spoilers.
1: Right, because so you need him. So away if
0: you've not seen it yet.
1: What we know he's accomplished is that he's famous. People know him, you know, right off the bat. People recognize him. He's. I a mean, he's very,
0: he's, a- he's very famous. He's He's very famous. I mean,
1: we don't sue his ascent. To fame. We just see him get off a stage and then drink a bottle of whiskey, or whatever it was, immediately, and then desperate, as his driver drives him around the city, to find a drink. Everyone knows who he is, you know.
0: Yeah, people ask him for his autograph. Right,
1: so as soon as you meet him, and then you find out that's really all he's ever had, through the bits of the story we hear. He doesn't have a family, he doesn't have any children, he's never been married, from at least the storytelling us part, you know. I feel like It's sad. He's just got to find something to make his life. Like, that one thing to make it like, okay, I've done something, I've felt the right thing, and now I'm out. And that's immediately how I felt when when we started getting to know him.
0: Yeah, like the whole thing. Like, she comes along, he would probably be dead pretty soon if she hadn't come along. I mean, he's just killing himself, basically, right?
1: Yeah, and and it almost feels like, you know, people say, when someone's really ill... That they will you know, like a a person with cancer or even in a coma, they're hanging on for something, and then something comes along and then then they die, and people are like, "Oh well, he was just waiting for his son to get to town, or she was just waiting for that to for Christmas to be over, and then she let it go, you know that kind of thing, and I don't disagree with that, I don't know if that's a real thing, but that's almost like what his whole life feels like. He's yeah, just don't. on the verge of being done, but he's got to do one thing, and she was it.
0: And he loves performing. That's the thing he loves. You can yeah. tell. But then when he comes off the stage, he's that's it. He's empty again, isn't he? Like, it seems. That's how he... How Agree. Um, so, yeah, he comes across this girl. I mean, he, goes, he just wanders into some random bar. She's singing there. Happens
1: to be a drag club. Yeah. Which is fun.
0: That's a kind of a, you know, a modern day take. And that's fun. And he's not, yeah, it's not like this guy is like a um, hateful guy or anything, is it? He's just no. like pretty open for anything. He's, um, but then, you know, as far as, he, I I felt when he met her, the spark and everything was definitely there. Like it, you could feel it on the screen, you know? Yeah. Um, and that scene where, where it was just really quiet, where they sat outside that, like pharmacy or whatever it is. Um, and they just sat on the curb and she's Mm -hmm. singing to him and he's just listening. That was, you know, some of these scenes I said to you, they seem a bit improvised. And then I had a look and all the scenes in the drag club were improvised. It said, uh, what it said actually was there was no dialogue written for the drag Queens. But then when the drag Queens were just saying things just to like Bradley Cooper said, just act as you would in this club. And he said some of the stuff they were saying was hilarious, so he kind of adapted what they said and made some funny stuff up. So, those lines. But also, when he's, when she's singing to him and he's speaking, all that part was improvised, you can kind of tell in parts. Mm-hmm. But then in, in other parts it doesn't feel improvised at all. It just feels like a regular
1: movie. So um, My only complaint about that scene in the parking lot is this. The lady who checked him out Right? Huh? She took a picture of him. Now, because she's like, I'm sorry, I just couldn't help it. There's no way in hell that she didn't send that to like all of her friends and family um, and say, "Oh my god, tons of people didn't turn up." Exactly, because they're sitting out there for goodness knows how long. He's rapping. What had just happened was there in the a middle bar. of the night, though. Doesn't matter if you saw <laughs> Lady Gaga at your store, or I mean, she wasn't Lady Gaga in the movie, but I'm just saying that was the only part I was like, really. Nobody's pulling up. You don't see little people over in the corner going, oh my God, oh my God, it's him, it's him, you know?
0: Right. Well, that's really nitpicking. <laughs>
1: <on>. <laughs> I was actually waiting for it. And I'm like, I because they made a note of showing this lady take his picture. And then she says, how can you handle that? Because she said to the lady, it's not really all right. She, she didn't like that. No. So then she's like, how can you even handle that? And then I thought, well, we've got to see more people showing up, but...
0: And you know when he got approached by that guy and she punched him?
1: Yes. <laughs> it
0: seemed. I was th- I was filling in the backstory of he's always getting approached by guys and, you know.
1: He doesn't seem to mind.
0: Yeah. Maybe he gets into fights on other nights himself, like, you know. I just don't think he
1: minds, <laughs> you know?
0: Because, you know, jealous people come up and, you're f- oh, you're. Oh, true. You're a rich, famous guy. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, I want to fight with you. So. Yeah, and then this spirals out into he's the big famous guy, she's he showcases her in his act a few times. And then, you know, creepy record executive guy who always turns up in these kind of movies.
1: They're always creepy. <laughs> yeah,
0: they always are turns up and's like, ooh, you 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 know, I could make you more famous. Than I
1: mean, this. he's not creepy because he's legit. Obviously, she even he knows is who legit. he is. He's a, he's like a Simon Cowell, yeah, essentially. He's but he just
0: always—it's always like you know,
1: like ambulance the, chaser, somebody who's just like in the wings, waiting to like a vulture, even like like
0: on to- Bohemian Rhapsody last week when he, when they're in the back of the car and he's like, hey, you could go on your own, and yes. queen doesn't really matter anymore. Ooh, right? That yeah, guy—it's the same thing, isn't it? So that so that happens, and then she becomes very famous as well as him, and then the surpasses kind of, him. The kind of world's yeah surpasses him yeah, the, and then the but there's no. I mean, he's not jealous of her. I don't think, even though she says at one point, "Are you jealous or whatever?" I don't well, feel like he is. Like I don't.
1: His thing was he had a from when he saw her, met her, and then she sang. He had put in his mind. What he wanted her to be. Like this folky, you know, gravelly, down-to-earth, hair not done, no makeup on, sitting at the piano, singing her heart out. That's what he decided she was going to be, and that was going to make him, that made him happy. And as we see, she's not actually, she's that, and she wants to be the Lady Gaga as well. Like her as a young lady who's already been singing, sounds like all of her life, right? She had in her mind, she was, it was no problem for her to go do pop music and the videos. And you know what I mean? He didn't want that for her. So he was using that as an insult against her. I felt like that was like their one, the one thing he just couldn't like resolve with her was he didn't want her to do the music she was doing.
0: When she, when he looked out of the book, there's, she's on a big billboard outside when he's looking at that billboard and he, when he tells her like everything that you say like because you you won't be able to say this forever everything that you say in your talking about in a music it should mean something totally you yeah. shouldn't be doing fluff
1: i love like, that you, advice but yeah the advice is good but it's also a bit it's his yeah it's his own perception of what his career should be
0: like important every time you open your mouth something important should come out yeah like because you've got a platform to tell your story or tell a story so yeah there's some interesting stuff like that in it there's some really good acting in this movie i think oh yeah um i think everybody involved to be honest (laughs) even people who i was like whoa like why why is that person in this movie then i was like oh hold on that's not quite as what i think what i'm thinking um, did you like, uh, there's a big star of this movie, isn't there? And that's the music. We didn't talk about it. Do you like the soundtrack of this movie? I do actually. I mean, I really I've heard Shallow so many times before this movie.
1: <laughs> I can't not even you remember on. hearing it. That's just weird. I
0: hear it a lot on Hits One. On, I don't listen to series, that. Yeah. And I hear it a lot on The Chill. There's like a house version of it as well.
1: I just didn't recognize it, I guess, because I listen to The Chill all the time.
0: Also, I've seen the trailer to this movie more than once, and that song is featured right in the middle of the trailer. Right when she sings it on the stage. Um, But yeah, I like all. You know, I really like that song at the beginning, where you know this movie opens with a performance by Bradley Cooper. On it's actually in real life at Coachella Festival, and he plays a song on the on the um, stage. Remember? They went to some
1: real festivals and a concert. Coachella. Inter- and, and not just Coachella. And Gladstonebury. Yep.
0: Yeah. But the song he plays at Coachella called Black Eyes, it's, it's track number two on the soundtrack, It's really good. Um, and in the movie, you see him play it on the stage. I have to say, like, the surround sound in this, it, it, like Queen last week, it really takes you to in the middle of the performances. You know you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as um. Like, crowd sounds coming out coming out from behind you and the sides, and you just feel like you're in the middle of it. Everything's really pumped up during the music sequences. It is in Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Um, all the, Do you like all the songs in this movie?
1: I think so. You mean that are by them? Yeah. I think so. I mean, I'd have to hear it all again, but...
0: I mean, it's all by them, right?
1: Well, there's other songs get played along the way. But I'd have to just listen to it over and over. And And it's like
0: a mixture, too, because there's, like, some country-ish type songs. There's some rock, totally rock songs. There's some full-on Lady Gaga ballads. And then there's some, like, pop Lady Gaga-type pop stuff in the middle of it when she's on Saturday Night Live, for instance. It's almost like Beyonce-type songs. Um, So there is a bunch of different stuff. Uh, The soundtrack of it actually features clips from the movie, so you can kind of listen to the soundtrack and follow along with the movie at the same time. You don't like that, right? Mm-mm. I like it on Pulp Fiction. That's my only. I I think the uh, soundtrack to Pulp Fiction it is better because it has the dialogue from the movie in between. Yeah, I don't like.
1: I just want the songs.
0: So, um, what uh, about what happens? This is he made some changes to it, obviously, Bradley Cooper. To this screenplay. And spoilers, what happens at the end is different. So I didn't know. I was waiting for what happened in the seventies mm-hmm. one to happen, because he was about to get in his truck. I was like, Oh, here we go. This is the uh time in the seventies one. He's on the way to the airport and he's involved in an accident and dies in his
1: car. Spoiler. <laughs> That's what I just said. So I know, but I'm just saying, like,
0: just right. I set there. this one up. It could have, I I was waiting for that to happen. I was thinking that was going to happen. And that doesn't happen. Something else happens. We won't spoil what happens, but it's a different way. What do you think of that change? It's the same end.
1: It's just a different way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite different because it's actually an accident. This one's not an accident.
1: Well, there you go. You just said it. (laughs) I I love how you try to pretend like that. That makes it really different, right? No, I'm saying you're trying to pretend you're not going to tell them what happens and you just said it. But you don't think you did. Right. That's hilarious. It makes the... No, the end result is the same. Oh, I don't think
0: it is, because if it's an accident, it's an accident. If it is somebody taking their own life, it it leaves behind a whole different vibe.
1: Right, but the end result is, and his, one of his main objectives, not only has he been depressed and sad in his whole of his life and has tried this before, but his main objective, that from what we see of this slice of his life, is he cannot be a burden to her. She will always stay connected to him if he's there, and he knows he's going to pick up the bottle again, even though he's recovered at the moment. He's going to be the same guy over and over and over, and he has to free her. That's the result. Yes. How she and takes it on board is different. If he died in a car wreck or he committed suicide, he has no control over that. But all he kind of seems to know is I need to be out of the picture. And then, th- so the end result is the same either way.
0: Yeah. Well, in the seventies one, he's not thinking I need to,
1: no, I mean the end result. Oh, I don't remember it. So I don't,
0: it's know. really just out of the blue. He's the dri- driving to the airport and there's an accident and he's dead. It's not, it's not, it's not a intentional accident. It's not a... That's it. It's so not, they had
1: no problems before. The whole movie was just perfect and happy, and then he died.
0: No, they, they had some problems, but he, the, he was not never in the mind of killing himself. No, I
1: don't mean killing himself, but I mean, was was he a problem to her? Yeah. Well, there you go. Then the end result is the same. Not quite
0: you know? as much of a problem as this guy is, though.
1: Right, but the idea is, without the guy, she the woman can go on and flourish yes. with the guy... Who's a burden will hold her back once you remove the guy, she gets to go on with her life. That's the end result. So,
0: the next version of this they need to spin it on its head and uh, have the opposite happen.
1: No, I think we wait another 20 or 30 years and just tell the same story. We just keep telling the same story as long as you do it well, yeah. And this is done,
0: this is done particularly well. It's a combination of the music, the acting. And how serious that um taking it. I feel like um, Bradley Cooper is in. It's not only the director, he's performing, he's learning to play guitar, he's singing, and he is um, acting. And I can feel from that opening when he plays the Coachella thing, he's into it, isn't he? Like he wants yeah, totally. the whole thing. There's a lot of enthusiasm from him even though he's playing and Bradley Cooper in real life did have a massive period of alcoholism and he did go into rehab and uh, I listened to him he's on Howard Stern actually in the interview and he said it was the going into rehab was the best thing he ever did just getting off alcohol it, it was ruining him he couldn't be creative yeah. he wanted to be creative but instead he just drank and he after he sorted that out He's been more creative than he has been, and you know you've seen it on the screen over the years. So um, let's go on to the cast here. We have Lady Gaga, who plays Ali. Uh, what did you? What do you think of
1: her? Uh, I thought she was awesome. I mean, there are moments of just complete and utter, what appear to be, which is the idea of just handing herself over to that character, even though that character, even admittedly by both of them is very similar to her own life. Things that have happened to her, and obviously her ascension to fame, and people said she was not attractive enough, and she was just a girl playing the piano. You know, all that is, she could feel those emotions because she lived it. I still felt like there were times when I was just like, whoa. Like, she totally, especially just her facial expressions, even if the camera's right over her shoulder and he's talking to her, and you just see her little... Flicker of her eye, or something like she's genuinely in that conversation. You don't always see that, I don't think, with performers like the op- the other performer person just really engaged. Like you and I talking to each other, I've like been making facial expressions and twisting my hair, and she did all that. And I thought she did a really good job. I'd like to see her in more stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, when I was looking at what she'd been in, a very first on screen performance was girl in pool on the sopranos hmm. she must have been very young
1: <laughs> Do you know what i'm saying in sopranos yeah i don't think she's as young as you think she is she
0: was a girl in a pool on the sopranos when it first started first episode or second episode
1: right but she's how old is she i don't know she oh. be like 40
0: alexa how old is lady gaga <laughs>
1: Lady Gaga is 32 years old. 32. She was born on March 28th, 1986. She, all... she, she can't just tell you how old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's only 32. So she's
1: 32. So I surprise, she wouldn't have been that young. She might have been a friend of her daughter's.
0: Yeah, probably. So, um, le- uh, so yeah, I really like Lady Gaga in this. Um, I like that she was, like, a lot of the time, just, like, no makeup. Oh, yeah. Just, like, raw, just... You know, it's funny though, isn't it? Like you said, in the thing, she's saying like, you know, look at me. I'm not, I'm not attractive enough to be.
1: Yeah. I'm just like, how, who would even tell her that? I mean, I'm just not even looking at her as, I'm not Lady Gaga fan. So don't get me wrong. I'm not fangirling about her. Cause I've never been a fan of her music or anything necessarily. Um, but I'm like, I'm just looking at her thinking like, who, te- who, who are these people?
0: Well, um, she was on Howard also in an interview and, uh, she, that is a real life thing that happened to her. So there's yeah. Many people where she went in for an audition and they said, you sound awesome, but we would probably just use her as, as a backing vocalist because you have your, you know, your face.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Which is like, she, the first time it happened to her, she was like, wow, people are very like forthright. Like I can't <laughs> believe that somebody would say that to me.
1: And you know. so is that why she then did the big theatrics to sort of like, she felt she needed to, you know what I mean? Yeah, possibly. And like Sia, who does the thing where she covers her face, was that a thing about not wanting people to Sia see
0: her? Sia was, she think Sia um, was a backing singer for years, and then when she did her own thing, she wasn't comfortable with performing at all. Mm. She was better if, like, you didn't look at her. So right. she decided to cover her face up.
1: But that comes from something, from not wanting people to look at you for some reason.
0: Yeah. Um, so Bradley Cooper here plays Jack. I really think this is one of Bradley Cooper's best performances. I look back at some of his other stuff. I think this might be his best one. I agree. I think it's like something that you can feel like it's really personal to him. It's partially him, I think, the whole character. Um, obviously, he learned how to sing and play a guitar. And I'm not talking like, you know, he did some lip syncing and stuff. He sings everything in this movie. Well, everything that he sings, he sings and he plays the guitar. He learned, who did he learn to play the guitar from?
1: Willie Nelson's son. Right. Who knows how to play guitar? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And he does a guitar solo in this, which is awesome. I mean, he's, like, pretty much. And directs the movie also. Let's not forget And that. he's a producer. Yeah.
1: And a music producer. And a music writer. And yeah. writes a lot of the movie with the guy who wrote the movie. And I, I was looking back. And at, casting. He hired some of the people. Yeah, he did. I wonder if he cooked the food for everybody. <laughs>
0: Wipes everybody's ass. <laughs> no, I think it might be the best role I've seen him in. And I've seen him in a lot of things. You know, Rocket Raccoon. Come on. Award winning mm-hmm. performances, Rocket Raccoon. American Sniper with that terrible baby.
1: Very terrible.
0: <laughs> if you Ugh. if you if you don't remember American Sniper, it's an excellent movie, but there is a, a portion of the movie where he's holding a baby and it is quite clearly a doll. And it's you can't horrible. take your eyes off the doll baby and it is
1: it's like a joke scene it's like like, they
0: didn't notice
1: (laughs) yeah it's like they did this scene because they didn't have the baby that day and they were practicing and then when they edited it they forgot that that was the wrong scene to put in there
0: it is one of the worst things i've seen in a movie it's like
1: it's almost like whoa whoa, is he gone mental and he thinks that's a real baby (laughs)
0: Yeah, it was like clint eastwood doesn't have high standards sometimes come on
1: (laughs) he's always in a hurry
0: yeah he is um So uh Sam Elliott plays Bobby. We all know what Sid Talk thinks. <laughs> I really fun. I I really enjoyed him in this it and was he
1: actually showed some real emotion. That I agreed with. I agree with that and very real because the scene in the, in the truck. It, yes, yeah. because that's really real because people not saying when there's been damage. I mean everybody has damage. Every single family, every single person, right? And then there are some things that run deeper. And some things that run more shallow where families are more expressive and some aren't. I had one of those, brother and father, who kind of danced around their love for each other, but had to put on that bravado constantly, like it was a weakness. And so my dad and I would talk about how he felt about my brother. My brother would tell me how he felt about our father, but I am 100% sure they never told each other. And then my father died. And then... There was, like, a hole left there. And I think that that's real for some men and women, but a lot of men. Things that go unsaid, well, he said it. His, You know, Bradley Cooper says the thing, and then it's like, whoa, this flood of emotions. And it felt really real, like Sam Elliott was like something real hit him as well at that moment. I just felt like Bradley Cooper got these people to really think about life and the real human emotions they were trying to connect with. And either they're damn good actors and actresses, <laughs> or they're just really pulling up, digging up all that real juicy human guts, you know? Yeah, definitely. That sounded more like a zombie movie, but there were I, no there were no guts in this movie.
0: <laughs> um, another uh, surprising uh, performance here was an Andrew Dice Clay as Lorenzo, the father of Lady Gaga.
1: I know he was. He's usually God.
0: like. I mean, we know who Andrew Dice Clay is, and he normally has that persona, his Dice Clay persona, But
1: apparently, Bradley Cooper really loves him and has seen all of his movies, so maybe he's been this way in other movies, and I just haven't given him a chance.
0: I was like, oh, I saw his face, and you even said, oh, that guy.
1: And I saw his face, and I was like,
0: oh, God, no. (laughs) And then, as he started talking, I was like,
1: oh. I'm convinced. I'm like, is this this her real father?
0: (laughs) And the other guy... You know, um the other guy, his friend in this with the grey hair, what it was bugging me? What show is he off?
1: Friend with the grey hair.
0: The old the old guy who hangs around with Andrew Dice Clay. He's got grey hair. He's kinda of got he's a bit I don't think of he's fat. on any show. He's a sheriff or something on a show that we watched. Oh, I don't know. And uh you know I didn't recognize we him. We watched him every week and uh <laughs> he was one of the main characters and it was bugging me what what it was.
1: Dunno, brother man.
0: Uh, And then finally, I put down Dave Chappelle, who's um, also cropped up in this movie and is also usually just in funny roles. And he was excellent, too. Absolutely. He plays his old friend.
1: Has he had substance abuse issues? Yes. And I wonder if Sam Elliott has had substance abuse issues. I don't know about him. Because I feel like these people are tapping into, because when Dave Chappelle is saying to him about... Finding a port and settling, and then finding out that that's what you really want, and not what you thought you wanted. And he was really like on the verge, I think, of crying. <laughs> like it was really getting to him.
0: It was one of my favorite scenes, the Dave Chappelle scene. It was just like he, you know, he finds he finds him asleep in a
1: in the ditch uh, in outside a ditch. their house. Like yeah. he didn't, he didn't. He got out of the cab. Yeah, he passed out in the yard. Dave Chappelle has to come out and wake him up from and, his stupor,
0: and then they just have a chat, and the chat is you know, very enlightening for this guy because it, mm-hmm. it kind of puts everything into perspective for him. So, uh, yeah, I it was one of my favorite scenes and I was, again, it was like when I saw it was Dave Chappelle, it was a bit of a Andrew Dice Clay where I was like, Oh, Oh no. You <laughs> put him in there, but they both did excellent jobs. Which they did. Crazy. We
1: were very unfair.
0: Yeah. Very unfair. Judging before we even see what happens. Judgy, judgy. So, uh, and directed by Bradley Cooper. We've already mentioned that. Um, We'll find out what happens tomorrow night. Will this be the best picture? So um, let's go for some IMDb reviews for this movie.
1: Oh. Did you find bad ones? Yeah, of course.
0: I can find bad reviews.
1: And it's fair. I mean, it is sad. Here's the bad. And I I don't mean bad like as in it makes it negative for me. Because I will give this movie basically 8.5 or 9 out of 10. Because on my scale of entertained, emotional connected to the people it looked beautiful like the shots were beautiful the sets were awesome the everything was real it just was a pleasure to watch which is you know you don't say that about every single movie um what was i gonna say
0: i don't know i don't know what you're gonna say
1: (laughs) i'll think of it (laughs) that's funny
0: brain fart
1: brain fart brain constipation
0: yeah Bad reviews.
1: Bad reviews. Okay. My only negative that you reminded me. Thank you. The only thing I could say is it is sappy. It is predictable. I mean, predictable as in, you know, these stories don't end happily. Even if you have seen La La Land, spoiler alert, it's not the thing. It's not the ending that you think. Yeah, true. Or is it? I don't know. It's one of those, but still it's not the, like they ride off into the sunset, happily ever after kind of a thing. So I don't. I think people could watch this and be like, ugh, it's overly sappy. I also think that some musicians and singers could watch Bradley Cooper and be like, ugh, this guy can't really play guitar. They had to put the camera here and there, you know, nitpick mm. it like that. Or think that this is just a platform for Lady Gaga to, like, get more attention. Uh, I don't agree with that, but I understand snotty people. And I, I'm not snotty like me at the moment, but I can see where people might rip it apart for that kind of stuff.
0: All right, let me get some bad reviews going. Here. Put on the voice. A star, a star is bored. <laughs> it was well acted, directed, and the music was good, but the story made me yawn. I'm not trying to rip anybody, but I checked my watch a dozen times during the movie. Is that a review? I checked
1: my watch. Oh my that, god. That
0: person gave it 1 out of 10, but they actually said that it was well acted, directed, and the music was good. How can you give it 1 out of 10? <laughs> <laughs>
1: those, like those are like the three of the four things. <laughs> yeah. Weird. They were right. bored. How, how Well, they want some shit blowing up.
0: A disappointing mess. Mm. Toss every movie trope into a salad, add a bit of sap, and you've got a star is born. <laughs> I wanted to love this movie, but it's a total mess from start to finish. I didn't care about a single character and wasn't surprised by anything, not even the tragic ending. The songs were fantastic and the acting was fine, I guess, other than Gaga, who was blah. But the story was all over the place, the motivations of the characters were inconsistent, and I don't believe for a second that any of this was happening. Overall, it was the worst movie I've seen in a while. And I've seen Ready Player One. (laughs) Good comparison, because they're so similar. Again, this person said that the songs were very good.
1: But still, it's so boring.
0: Overrated emotional garbage. Is, I'm going to say this exactly how he's wrote it. I have to try not to laugh or I'll start coughing. Is purposefully, unintelligently... Heavy handed, <laughs> so as not to see, no, so as to seem as a plot is well developed when it's not. Just keeps going back and forth to keep you think, to keep you think, are feeling things when you are really not. <laughs> bad, very, very bad.
1: Well, that's just hardcore. At least they committed. They don't uh, like the way, it, period. This is,
0: these are actual reviews from IMDb. Here's another one. This is a good one. I have never, ever been so bored.
1: <laughs> it's a, there's a theme here with these.
0: Gaga's acting is atrocious, and to be fair, Bradley Cooper is a comp- convincing drunk. The storyline's so dull. How can the fourth reincarnation of a movie be dull? <laughs> I was going to watch Streisand, but if it's like this, no. <laughs>
1: I and the the world mourns with you for the loss of your not seeing that, that one.
0: Good movie. Have to catch up on sleep. <laughs> Lady Gaga is a horrible actress. And if you want to catch want a chance to catch up on sleep, it's a perfect movie. Had about 20 times to end. Then it never ended. I eventually just walked out after it would never end. <laughs> I took a nap and then woke up and it was still playing i feel great
1: why <laughs> why i need to contact this person i love that it why? i love that it
0: actually never ends this movie okay, never
1: why then why go on imdb why make the effort you've got to log in if you're on your phone that's a lot of fucking typing with your little fingers if you're on your computer to type why do you think that's beneficial
0: here's to- a good one for you
1: Anybody's impression of that movie? Nope!
0: Exclamation
1: point, exclamation (laughs) point.
0: I give it one star to appreciate how handsome Bradley Cooper is. But the story gets nowhere. It never makes any sense, and it has no meaning at all. Nothing. It's got nothing.
1: Wow. They're hardcore,
0: these people. And here's my final one. A viewer is bored. (laughs) Lady Gaga. I thought that that was
1: it. (laughs) Lady
0: Gaga is quite good in a, oh, she can act as well as sing sort of way. But she sacrifices her edginess in this movie. Bradley Cooper is one of those American actors whose name sounds like a corporate lawyer and whose performances have about as much charisma. Perhaps writing and directing as well as learning to play the guitar really, really badly was a bit of a strain.
1: Like I said.
0: In the end, there is no mo- this is no more than a tribute movie. A tribute to Streisand and Christopherson. The songs are mediocre, the story is labored, and the cliches are polished and arranged in a display cabinet like glass animals. Oh, my God.
1: See, at least that's a little more, <laughs> you know, yes, interesting. So,
0: so that is uh, the one out of ten ratings on IMDb. I don't read the good ratings on IMDb because they're not funny. The bad ones are pretty funny. So uh, that is the IMDb review section for this week.
1: Uh, just so you know, the guy that you wondered who what he was in. Yes, the old guy. Yeah. He was in Deadwood. Yes. And then in 2014, he was in True Detective. Yes. And then for five years, he was on, or however many years, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black He's the war- <laughs> is the head. Correct. Warden.
0: Yeah. That's where I know him from. And that's why you don't know him, because you didn't watch it.
1: I've seen Deadwood and True Detective.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, no, it's... it's. um, I even said to you earlier, he's in a
1: police
0: uniform or something. Well,
1: he's in all of those. He's a detective in True Detective, and he's a... What was he in Deadwood? He was Steve in Deadwood.
0: He's really good in Orange is the New Black, but yeah, that's who he is. Now the mystery is
1: solved. He's been in a lot of... He was in Deep Space Nine even. So we're hitting in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, he's good. NYPD Blue. I like him. He didn't have much of a part in this movie. I'm telling you, he's done a heck of a lot of TV. Just Michael Harney. That's his name.
0: So um, movie recommendations for this week. I am going on the theme of A Star is Born. My number one uh, one is The Place Beyond the Pines. Do you remember The Place Beyond the Pines? Yep. Yep, Bradley Cooper played, uh, you know, he was in the third section of the yeah. movie. Also, uh, it was a great movie because it had actually had Ryan, um, I was going to say Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling and Bradley Cooper. Very good movie. I bet a lot of people didn't see that one.
1: No, it was, it's different. It's, I don't care what those people would say, but imagine those people.
0: Yeah, Given it's, their two it's a cool movie. It's like a three separate it's stories. It's so that confusing. Of, I love the movies where it takes a bunch of different stories and they kind of come together in some way, and that is what that does. There's, all, there's a heist part in that movie. There's a cool, like, political part. You know, and there's a high schooly part at the end, remember? Mm-hmm. It's three different parts. Um, so, yeah, that's The Place beyond the Pines. And I'll, along with Lady Gaga in Machete Kill's, um, she plays this, this this awesome character in Machete Kills that can change its face. It's like a hitman that can look like different things. And she is one of the car- incarnations of it. Mm. Uh, I really liked it. And I also put down The Sopranos because she was in it. So what are your... um?
1: My recommendations are not movies. Because it's going to be what I've been wallowing in for the last week of being sick. And I did a marathon of the 2018 series, as you people in Britain call it. Or um, season of Gardener's World UK.
0: Oh, yes. You watched all of that.
1: Yeah, we got it all for me, and I watched all of it. It's an hour each show, and there was t- 30 shows, I think. 29, 30. So that got me through a couple of days, and it's... Monty Don is so... Like, he just relaxes you instantly with his... <laughs> With his love of plants and gardening and his disheveled clothing and his dirty fingernails. I love it. And then, um, so if you get a chance to watch Gardener's World from England, it's on YouTube. So, I mean, I don't know what else, other oh, services it would be on. Because it's on BBC. But I have seen episodes on YouTube. So you might be able to find some on there. If you like gardening, and all things gardening, I recommend it. And the other one that, I just really love this show. I look forward to it the way you in the past have looked forward to your beloved, but now deceased, big brother UK. But this is MasterChef Australia. Yes. It's unlike any of the others. I mean, you think it's like the American one, but it is not. The American one's just a little more, because it's got Gordon Ramsay, it's a little more competitive. Whereas the MasterChef Australia, you learn stuff like every single episode, I think we do, just by soaking it up. And it's on, what, three times a week? two times a week at least there's five a lot of times it. a week five times a week yes right is it five whole shows yeah, you get five a week? a week yeah that's probably why I like it because it's very substantial and it's like you get a they have a competition and then one person can get immunity and one person then some people have to battle it out to see who leaves and they go to places and they have master classes and they have guest chefs and I just think it's really well done and it's very educational. And it's not like backstabby or snotty or even like it's competitive as in you wanna be the best at what you're doing. So just commit and have confidence in yourself. They're very uplifting on that show, I think. So that's MasterChef Australia.
0: Okay, uh Aceculy stuff this week. I have been playing Played some uh, Ubisoft at a open beta for the new Trials game called Trials Rising. It's the motorbike game where you uh, do tricks and uh, try and get to the end of the course without falling off the bike. It's really good. It's kind is,
1: of is that a question? It's Really good.
0: It's kind of back to the original Trials. Like what they did over the years was they kind of made it fancier and fancier, and eventually it got so convoluted it, it lost like the. Because the cool thing about it is you, you, it's basically a, a, a motocross obstacle course. You have to get from one side, one end to the other. And there's loads of obstacles along the way. And you just have to stay on the bike, don't fall off, and try and do all the little jumps. Over the years, they added different things like these weird like tricks that you can do, which kind of took away from it. They've gone back to basics here, and it's just go from one side to the other, you know, and survive. Or... You're never going to survive. You're always going to fall off, but try and fall off as little as possible. So when you get to the end, hopefully, you know, you've only got, only fell off two or three times rather than 50 times, which can happen. So it's uh, in beta at the moment. I think it comes out in a month or so, uh, but you can play it right now. Um, it's an open beta, so just go on Uplay and you can download it. I've also been playing a bit of Metro Exodus, which is uh, the third in the Metro series. And this is like a post-apocalyptic game set in Russia. And uh, in this world, something's happened to the world. It's become radiated. And all the people who are left are living in the Metro, hence the word Metro. And it's safe in the Metro, but anywhere out of the Metro is not safe. So this Metro Exodus, which is the third game, you're not in the metro this time. You're actually going to see what happens outside of the metro.
1: This sounds so, like this TV show you watched.
0: Yes. No, not really. But yeah. It's on a train. Yeah, this one is actually on a train. Yeah. um, And it is uh, an exodus. You're trying to find out if the up from the, you know, being in the metro is safe. Mm. Not everybody wants to be in the metro. Maybe we want to go out now.
1: Okay, this sounds just like an old radio show and a Twilight Zone episode. It's actually
0: based on some Russian novels. Mm. Um. So they're going out into the wilderness. It's still all radiated. You have to wear a mask. You have to keep an eye on the Geiger counter and all that kind of stuff. But we're actually on a train, and it's a bit open-worldy. You go and do these missions, and there's a story that's unfolding. It's you and your wife. And a bunch of, like, ragtag people. And you're all traveling across Russia on this train. And there are creatures. The creatures are not, like, sci-fi creatures. They're creatures that have been irradiated. So they've, like, rats that have become really big. Or birds that have become giant. And they can pick you up. Uh, So you're scavenging for ammo. And you're working through this story. And I have to say, it's got some of the best graphics I've ever seen. It's really a cool game. Um, And it's really cool to see. It's made by a Russian developer. It's like a AAA game. It looks awesome. Um, I would recommend it. It's single player. There is no multiplayer. It's just a single player story. You don't see many of them these days. It's usually all multiplayer stuff. And the third game I've been playing is Ace Combat 7, which I haven't played an Ace Combat game for a long time. It's um, like Top Gun. You're uh, flying in jets and shooting other jets. And there's a story. Like the world is uh, in a crisis and you're a fighter pilot and there's a lot of chatter when you're flying between you and your co, you know, what do you call it when planes are together? Squadron? Yeah. Is it called a squadron?
1: I don't know. I'm just going along with that. If, there's a plane,
0: if you're in a fighter plane and then your, your, all your buddies are in other fighter planes, I guess it is a squadron.
1: It's not a platoon. That's like on the ground, right?
0: Yeah. I think it's a squadron. So,
1: um, yeah, you
0: you can talk. I mean, you don't talk to them, but your character's talking. So the story is unfolding while you're fighting. And it's mostly dogfighting, which, if you don't like that, you won't like this game. But it looks awesome. It's like a really cool fighter pilot game, which you don't see many of those either these days. So Sid Talk, what's for dinner?
1: Papa John's. (laughs) Papa John's. It's a pizza. Pizza, pizza. You're getting your standard...
0: Uh, I have a pizza without any cheese, correct. which is, people will go, weird, pizza without any cheese. Gives
1: you bad heart, but it gives you bad, bad, bad. I don't eat cheese. Correct. And mine has no sauce and it's gluten-free. So we're we're like the, the dream 21st century customers. <laughs> yeah. Customize my pizza, please. And I figure with the snotty nose, the less things that give me inflammation, the better. So,
0: And what's the um uh, stuff? What's your advice? <laughs> what's my
1: stuff? I think my advice is from the movie. I'm going to steal the idea that what I take from what he's saying to her is, you need to say what, even though he was projecting it onto her, and I think she does anyway, is say what you want to say to the world. Live who you are. Not what other people want you to be, or don't say what other people want you to say, and then walk around like an empty shell. Essentially, I think is what he's saying. Like I, but then I guess if you look at his life, who knows what he thought he was saying? Asking for help <laughs> for like forty years sounded yeah, like exactly. And I, I always, pr- I always try to you know acknowledge that there are people in situations who can't just speak up against the. Majority of people around them, or the stronger people, or the people they depend on, even if they disagree. But in life, in general, in the, at the end of your life, I would hope that of end of your the natural end of your life that you can have a minute to think. I have I have been me, and that mattered to somebody instead of looking back and being like I've just never ever ever really been or said what needed to be said, or been who I needed to be, and that would that's just a shame. So? So be who you need to be. Say what you gotta say.
0: And definitely watch this film, A Star is Born.
1: I wouldn't recommend it to everyone, but I think my mother would love it. She'd be crying. She'd ta- yell at him on the screen and tell him to stop being such an asshole.
0: Next time your <laughs> mother comes, we'll screen it for her.
1: Oh, she'd love to sit downstairs and watch it. Oh my God. She would love it.
0: All right, She'd so, feel so special. So... Let me see. Um, next week's Blu-ray review, by the way, is Ben is Back, starring Julia Roberts. We'll look at that next week. Don't see her much, dear, you, these days? Julia Roberts. Mm. Um, It's Julia Roberts and the kid from Manchester by the Sea, who's actually... I quite like that guy.
1: Manchester by the Sea. Now, if you want to have... I think this might have a
0: similar type of... A good of,
1: cry. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think that, this movie, Ben is Back, seems... Like, oh my god. Kind of like Manchester. Have Bands. you read
1: the reviews of Manchester by the Sea but those people are just like it's so boring. There is no there is <laughs> it's not
0: set in Manchester it's and not there's funny not much enough. sea.
1: It's not funny enough. <laughs> there's nothing nothing happens.
0: I I tuned in hoping to see some of Manchester city center but it turned out <gasps> it was not in uh, England even.
1: I don't think these people even know what Manchester city center <laughs> is so I wouldn't give them that much credit.
0: All right, so um, let me see. Uh, you can go to our web- my website, ascoli.com. Don't go to sid.com because she got rid of it.
1: Canceled it. Canceled it. Why'd you cancel it? I just don't do anything on it. And I find if I want to post photographs that I'm taking, communicate with people, the internet kind of does it for me these days with Instagram and Facebook. And if I don't want to use those, then I can always just go buy me some web space and and do it again. And currently it's not really necessary. I'm not that important in the world. I don't need to have my own little place. I can just blend in with the crowd out there on the Facebook and the Instagram. I am on Instagram. If you want to go follow me on there, that's cool. Sid talk. I think that's what I'm called. Isn't it? Yes. Let me look. (laughs) I don't even know for sure.
0: Um, you can catch us on Twitter and Facebook. You can catch this podcast on the Google play store, the tune in, service. Uh, if you've got an Amazon device, you can actually say, listen to After the Show Movie Podcast on TuneIn.
1: And yes, I am instagram.com slash sit talk.
0: You can also uh, listen to this on iTunes
1: and uh,
0: RSS feed. Just go to ascoli.com, click on the word podcast. All the subscription options are there.
1: And if you want to see what I look like, Instagram is the place to go. <laughs> Thanks. Does that sound appealing to you? You get to look at me every day.
0: I don't need the Instagram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you still look at it. You can
0: email feedback to me at dot com aschool.com. Email Sid Talk. And uh, Oscars tomorrow night. We will have our opinions on the Oscars next week. I'm excited.
1: I know you are. After I love seeing that. this film.
0: I actually. Uh, I'm behind this film now, somehow. I wasn't sure about this film I wasn't until either. I watched it, and now I'm kind of behind it. Yeah.
1: I wasn't sure because I'm like, mm, you know. Anything that's too overhyped, I get a little bit like, ah, it's like oil and water to me. I get a little snotty about it, but...
0: But, yeah, there's definitely an element of quality to it when you're watching it. You're like, oh, yes, this is a well-crafted thing. So, uh, yeah, stay classy, Lady Gaga and Mr. Bradley Cooper.
1: And think for yourself, or someone will do it for you.